0: What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. <laughs> Happy April 30th to you Welcome back to another Sunday episode of the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. In this episode, we actually bring our, our boy from down the hall. It's our last, our last recording session in the dorms, but we bring down our boy Ace. He's... Uh, he's a rapper. He's graduating in about a week, so we kind of pick his brain. Tell, he tells us about the rap game, all that kind of fun stuff. And then after we do that, we get into our poll discussion. We, we talk about undercover police cars, wireless charging, NFL Draft, Orange is New Black, and much different, much more stuff. So be sure to listen to the whole episode. Leave your comments. Shout us out, whatever you want to do. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Cheers. What's going on, people? This is our boy down the hall, Ace. We decided to go out of our way, bring him on the podcast with the bros. So, Ace, feel free to introduce yourself. Welcome to the Bros Gone Wild.
1: Yeah, so, Bros Gone Wild, I've heard a lot about you guys. Been looking forward <laughs> to getting on the show. Uh, that, is, that being said, name's Ace. Uh, I rap and shit. Okay. I'm here at Central. And, uh, yeah, you know, last year, looking forward to graduation. Absolutely. Pretty much it.
0: Nice, dude. That's awesome. So, tell me a little about tell me a bit of, a little bit about what you're gonna do after Central because you're graduating in a week, right?
1: Yes. So after Central, as you know, probably should have mentioned I'm a journalism major. So cool. I got plans to do a little bit of freelancing after school. So get some uh, experience in doing that, and then uh, after that, try to get like maybe another internship. I'm thinking. Nice. Yeah, just, you know, just to build the experience up a little bit more before I try to, like, settle in, like, at a nice little newspaper somewhere. No, for sure. Oh, yeah. Are you
2: are you in an internship right now?
1: Um, no, I am not. No? Nope. Right nice. now, it's just, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there yeah. Photos, yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Cool. So where, I guess, because all we hear about in terms of, we hear about your amazing rapping and all this, so where does that come into play with, uh, in terms of your... Career and how does
1: that <laughs> line up? Actually, it's really funny that you mentioned that. So, the whole journalism thing actually came from the rapping. So, I started like uh, rap rapping back maybe 2007, 2008. That's when I first started like recording like uh, actual songs. So, I did that, and as you know, back then the social media world, we had Myspace. Yeah. I'm not sure if anyone remembers that, because it kind of died really hard. <laughs> died even harder when Justin Timberlake bought it. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I was making music on there, made some songs or whatever, got like a little bit of a buzz, and um, so after that, um, it got to a point where I needed more than just songs. I needed marketing, I needed promotion, I needed articles written about me. I needed videos, I needed uh, audio engineers, I needed all this stuff, but because of uh, where I was at, I mean, I'm in Grand Rapids, but granted, I really didn't tell too many people that I rapped a lot because it was kind of like something I did as a hobby. So, I really didn't know a lot of people that were doing that, so I kind of like had to do some research and figure out how to do it myself. I learned how to take photos, I learned how to make videos. I learned how to do audio engineering, I learned how to write better, and like, uh, yeah, all of that just kind of uh, transitioned into the skills that I needed for journalism. So junior college, I went, I took this test, and I scored really high in like communications and all the stuff I'd been doing, like videos, photos, writing, like a little bit of uh, social media kind of marketing, and all all that stuff, it just kind of fell in. They're like, yeah, you're really high on all this stuff, like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I I rap. And other shit. They're like, oh, okay, can you define other shit? And then I told them other shit, and they were like, oh, damn. Hell yeah. And then, you know, the journalism thing just kind of came from that. All the skills I developed trying to market myself as an artist transitioned into what I'm doing now in journalism. Oh,
2: that's awesome. So you mentioned you want to end up at a newspaper editorial or something like that one day? Yes. Ultimately, just you want to settle down
0: somewhere and just write? That's definitely your passion, you'd say?
1: I'd say... I'm writing, writing is definitely passionate about, but it's not like the end-all, well actually, it's not the end-all be-all, so the ultimate end-all be-all is to start an international news organization that's unbiased,
0: that's like my main plan. Like BBC, like that kind of? Kind of
1: like a BBC, NPR kind of thing, mixed in with like a Nat Geo, mixed in with like an AP Rulers kind of thing. Wow, that's
0: intense, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's interesting. That's, That's really cool. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome.
2: I, I have a question for you about rap if you don't mind me asking yeah. so sure. as far as rap goes what makes you unique or what's your what makes you stand out from everybody else when you're out there rapping or when you're writing
1: I'd say my biggest thing is like I'm myself when I'm rapping like I'm very honest with my lyrics I don't pull any punches I don't hold back I'm not your typical run-of-the-mill rapper as in follow the standard as either streets party Getting chicks and oh, all yeah, that right. shit. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of that is in there, but that's not like my main focus. My yeah. main focus is just like whatever I'm uh, I'm on in that particular moment. That's yeah. what I'm rapping about. Right. So if I'm feeling shitty, I'm gonna tell you I'm feeling shitty and why I'm feeling shitty, mm-hmm. and I'm also gonna tell you some things that I'm gonna work on to not feel shitty in the future. And then I might even go back and revisit, like, yeah, I was bitching back then. Because, uh, you know, this, that, and the third, as in, like, uh, like I was lacking in these areas, and this is how I've grown. Like, I'll yeah, tell sure. people, oh, like, cool. yeah. No, so kind of, really like, cool. take you through the motions and shit.
0: So, personal question. I don't, like, I, I've tried to do maybe a little freestyling here and there. <laughs> yeah. So what's maybe a big uh, a tip or kind of advice if I was to try and, uh, I don't know, get to kind of where you are at in that
1: sense? I mean, like... Uh, don't let anybody kill like your your momentum because when you're first starting off, like, of course you're gonna be trash, unless you're just naturally talented. Yeah. But like a lot where a lot of people like get tripped up is like they'll be like, you come in with the expectation that you're gonna be fucking Kanye West or fucking exactly. Jay-Z or some shit. No, you gotta realize everybody starts off shitty. Kanye was recording in his mother's basement, and he probably sounded ass. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Same with Nas, all these guys, I mean, when yeah. you first start off, it's, you might say something like, why you always gotta hate? Is it because that my rhymes are great? That's very <laughs> basic. That instead of like, yo, I work hard until the sun up, I grind all day because I'm trying to get the come up. You already know that I'm gonna be the one up. So like some, you can hear the difference. It's oh, a little yeah. bit more oh, yeah. barzy, if you will, like more, no, more in depth. heavy but but yeah don't let anybody kill your dreams keep working at it and take people's advice but don't take it to the point where you change completely to what they're telling you i'd say take bits and pieces because a lot of people told me like oh you need to rap about the streets more you need to do street shit. you need to talk about getting getting girls you need to talk about drinking and partying Mm -hmm. but that that really wasn't where I was at. I was more about talking about like, my struggle personally and like, how I was growing. I wanted people to understand that because I felt like the other stuff is party. Everybody can relate to that, but how many people are actually talking about like, what we go through as like, a person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's more important and people will get more out of that. So I like kind of doing that. And yeah, because of that, I developed into a very unique kind of mix of a person, that's got all these issues and flaws and like telling that in the music like people a lot of people always tell me like hey i appreciate you the fucking honesty Mm -hmm. because like you don't get that from a lot of artists a lot of artists are very vague they dance around the subject they'll be like
0: people are happy with like how you represent
1: yourself definitely
0: you Say the hard things
1: that people don't necessarily want to say yeah that's that's very very accurate like yeah. I say the things that a lot of people are thinking about but might be too afraid to say exactly. like I'll get on there and talk about like yo um yeah I want to do this but I can't do it because I don't have the confidence and my skills are lacking like I'll admit that shit a lot of people will be like nah, that's that's bullshit. Fuck them. They hating on me. Like that's that's like that's that's a mask, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's just hiding like what it really is. So, I take the mask off and I let people see the Bruce Wayne behind the Batman. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that too. It's interesting. Now, as far as I mean, this doesn't have to be music oriented. It could be anybody. Who do you look up to as far as artists or mentors or Who's someone you kind of, you know, not you don't strive to be, but you kind of look up to them a little bit?
1: I mean, so first I would have to say, just like as a kind of activist and musician, I'd say Bob Marley. Because Bob Marley was always about like the peace, freedom, love, the free expression. For the creativeness, I would say Kanye West. Because Kanye West did something for artists like me. Before Kanye West, the format was streets. Partying, kind of like all the bullshit we typically do, but Kanye kind of kicked it down. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm Kanye West. I wear tight ass shirts. I got a backpack. I look like a nerd, but I'm still cool as hell. And like that, that opened the door for a lot of like uh, individuality. Because before that in hip hop, like if you didn't have like that street rep or, or people didn't see you as like the fucking cool guy or the hard ass dude going around smoking and Killing folks and yeah. all that street shit. Like you were lame as hell. No one was trying to listen to that. But Kanye kind of destroyed that that box that rap was in at that period of time, and made it so there's more like creative expression. So now, a lot of those dudes like that were talking about that shit. They didn't even do that shit. Right. They were just doing it because that's what sells. And in the music industry, I learned it's all about what sells. So like. Let's say there was a point in time in rap where that dance bullshit was heavy and people were, like, making all these fucking dance songs. Now, uh-huh. walk it out. Walk it yeah. out. Oh, yeah. yeah. snapping fingers. Do this step. All that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I don't knock that. I love that. T-Pain? You don't like T-Pain? T- no, T-Pain is dope. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there was a point where it was very poppy. Uh-huh. It, you know, in that early 2000. Yeah, bubblegummy a little bit. Bubblegummy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Bubblegummy. It's like Bow Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was very bubble. Lil' <laughs> Romeo, oh, Bow wow. wow. <laughs> you know, all, all that dance stuff. Travis Porter. But, like, after, after that kind of, you know, those guys, they wouldn't have been able to get away with that back in the 90s. Because 90s, it was all New York, New York, New York. I think the South, they brought, like, that, that turn-up aspect. And the party, they brought that back. Because that was missing from hip-hop for a long time. And it was more of, like, kill them, shoot them up, selling drugs, dope, blah, blah, blah but but now i appreciate all of that because now it's kind of like anything goes like you can if you're a street dude then you're a street dude mm-hmm. if you're a nerdy ass dude from college you're a nerdy ass dude from college if you're a dude that's out here like pulling chicks left and right that's you like whatever you do that's you and no one's going to knock you for it people respect whatever you want to do with music because it's your own interpretation of it and like I love what those guys did, because if it wasn't for that, then it'd be a lot faker than it is now. You still got people doing fake shit out there in yeah. the rap industry, but, but like honesty and individualism is, is more appreciated than like that fake shit. Because I remember Drake said something about Bow Wow, like he was selling people a dream, and Drake's like, he said something about like, look, I'm a bad guy, I'm an asshole. I'm going to tell you straight up exactly how I'm going to treat you, rather than, girl, I'm going to buy you a country. <laughs> Take you on a magic ride like in, <laughs> Selling all that bullshit to people. <laughs> I mean, so I just, I love where it's at right now. It's cool. No. You, yeah.
3: like, you like Drake? Drake is
1: dope. Like, Drake is dope? Drake's like. Is he your favorite?
2: Like, is he up
1: there? Drake is up there because of, like, a lot of people understand, like, Drake's, uh, his uh, cunningness. So, Drake has been on top for the past 12-plus oh, yeah. years. Why is that? Well, do you
2: think Drake writes his own
1: music? Drake, definitely. Does he get help sometimes with adapting to new flows? Yeah. Okay. Because that's kind of Drake's thing. Like, he has to... You, you know about reference tracks, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, that, he had that thing with that, that other artist, right? Like, yeah. It was that big deal. So... Triple X, Tension, or whatever his name is. Yep.
1: Testosterone, and you. then it had the thing oh, with... uh. Or Quentin Miller. Quentin Miller, yeah. But that's something that's very common within the world of music. Like, so let's say I have a song, but I can't sing for shit. So I sing, like I want someone to say, Tell me what you want from me. But I can't sing that. So I'll give it to a girl, I'll record it, I'll be like, Hey, I want you to sing that in this melody. You know, like, vice versa. Someone could, Drake could have like, some dope ass shit but he doesn't know how to say it yeah. so another guy comes in okay say it Throw like this it I've been out here all day yeah. getting paper yeah. it's like, okay yeah I'm gonna say that shit but then Drake does it gotcha. so okay. referencing happens in the industry a lot it's very common but like the public doesn't know about it sort of like oh yeah he don't write his own shit but writing is a creative process especially with music like Rihanna she doesn't write any of her shit all her shit is written by fucking other people Drake wrote some of her damn songs yeah and you got people that can sing, but they can't write. You got people that can rap. They're very talented, their voices sound good, they can flow, but they can't write for shit. Right. Then you got writers that can write, but they sound like shit and they can't say it. So they're gonna give their lyrics to someone that can. I mean, it's a, it's a give and take community. It's like, it's sharing.
3: Do you have an issue with people who do, like, don't write their own music? Because there's people who like aren't fans of somebody because they don't write their own stuff. Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at it because I understand what goes on behind closed doors. I think if a lot of other people knew like, how music actually worked behind the scenes and how many people it takes just to make one song, people would understand. Because when you hear a song, like, that person did not make the fucking music all the time. Majority of the time with this pop bullshit, they didn't make that shit. Because that shit is processing, virtual instruments, using a digital audio workstation to pull all the samples together and shit. like. There's not one person doing this unless you're exceptionally talented, like maybe J. Cole or fucking Big Crit. Kanye West is another one. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, who, who else? Uh, Timberland. Timberland, he, he wrote his own shit, produced his own shit, recorded his own shit. Same thing with Dr. Dre. Well, Dr. Dre doesn't write his own damn lyrics. Kendrick and Eminem wrote a lot of shit for <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> You don't like the mainstream. You're kind of ragging on
2: it a lot so far. You don't like that. What about Yachty? What, do you, what, do, what about the new, like, freshman class? What are your thoughts on that? The right new
1: right. freshman class, okay. A lot of people have an issue with the, the mumble rap thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, when it comes to bar-centric things, as far as, like, punchlines, metaphors, like the classic uh, hit, uh, let's see, what's a good metaphor? Like, came from a borderline nightmare, I'm from a place where people don't fight fair. Only night terrors that tear apart. The weak of heart. Who wants a running start? Like, you're not going to get that from these guys. Cause right. I understand, like, the 90s, the lyrical aspect, the shit that we grew up on, like fucking Nas and even, like, Lil Wayne, Joel Santana. People aren't growing up on that shit. Right. People are growing up on literally uh, fucking J. Cole, Drake, uh, who's the other? Young Thug. Who, who the Whoa, fuck well, else you out can't, here? You
2: can't put Young Thug in the same, <laughs> in the same sense as those two. I wonder. mean,
1: I'm just saying as far as like the times that oh, okay, we're in, okay. like these are the artists that these kids are, are going to, yeah, yeah, yeah they're right. popular. Look at fucking uh, the dude from Chicago. Uh, Chance, dude. Chance. Chance is like, Chance's style is different. He's lyrical. He's more yeah. more singy. So he's yeah. bringing like a new element of rap. So the bars thing that was very prevalent in the 90s to mid-2000s, that's kind of falling back and it's becoming more melodic. You might hear a dude like, yeah, my inspiration is T-Pain because this and that. But T-Pain is his old school. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Biggie and Pac, we know about that, but we're older. Mm-hmm. These younger kids are going to grow up and be like, yeah, man, that Yachty track—that yeah. was a classic back in the day. We're gonna yeah. be like, man, that shit was garbage. <laughs> I'm not—I'm not saying that it is garbage. I don't think it is, but like people so that, that are very—I mean, I, I say I go—I'll go back to what I said about uh, your own interpretation of hip hop. Like, I used to be one of those people that's like, yeah, if it's not like uh, if they don't got bars, that shit is garbage. I don't do that no more because. There was a point when I didn't have fucking bars. Yeah. And he got re- like Lil Yachty, he's been rapping for like what fucking two two years? Maybe. If like it. It. He just yeah. went and just got in the studio and said, I'm gonna do this shit. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing and he came out, and he came out with a paycheck, too. He came out with a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, if you can do that shit for just going in and fucking around making money, that's talent. I don't give a fuck. But but the music with Yachty. Like, these are literally his first years as an artist. Like, we're hearing this shit. He hasn't had the time to develop, like, all the skills that everyone else has. Because, like, look at, like, Kendrick Lamar, fucking, uh, uh, who else? Big Sean. These guys did it for years before they got big. Yadi, yeah. Yadi just went in and did the shit somewhere and then just happened to come out with a banger.
2: That's a good point. Yeah, very
1: good point. So, well, I guess what I'm getting at is these artists still are in the growing process, so it's not fair to judge them until we see like what they're gonna do later on. Yeah. Like if you've been rapping for eight weeks and I'm like, I'm a legend, I'm like, you're trash. You haven't given him time to become a legend yet. Right. You, you're just talking about them like when you, you're gonna tell a baby, hey, you're dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's basically yeah. the same thing though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no.
2: premature. Yeah.
1: Definitely, it's premature. But, but the fact that it's premature makes it more creative because you're still experimenting he hasn't been affected by the biases of like the bar centric shit because yeah. like back in early 2000s, 90s whatever like bars 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 that's what I was taught that's what yeah. I know like so anything that's not that I'm gonna disagree with it because I've been primed and conditioned to believe that this is the way it's supposed to be but naturally I broke out of the so-called matrix and I'm open to new shit now because the way I look at it whatever your interpretation of hip-hop is I appreciate it because you're adding something new to it, yeah. and it's it, it should always grow. It should always be changing. It should never be just static, standing still. It should always be moving and changing. Because if it's not, then like as a culture, it, it's you know it's it's dead. If it's not growing, then it's settled, and that's that's just not cool. It should always be changing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I guess to kind of get out of that a touch, uh, w- would you tell me a little bit about? You were talking about how important it is to have this effective creative process and things like that. What is, what is your creative process? If you were to sit down and try and write a song or a couple of verses or whatever that might be, how do you go about doing that personally?
1: Um, it usually starts with the feeling for me. It's different for everybody. But I said I'm a very like emotion-based uh, uh, artist. Like A lot of my inspiration comes from whatever I'm feeling in that moment. So it'll start with, like, okay, what am I feeling? And then it'll be like, what situation is making me feel this way and then from there I just kind of go and talk about it and you know I'll talk about it creatively I'll have like bars in there your metaphors and all that shit but like and then also I'll be like okay how do I want this to sound like what would sound cool do 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 or do 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 so I just kind of go through this process until I have like a really nice full body of work okay
0: and then do you do the beat as well do you do all of it yourself
1: um or is that so with beats I all yeah I produce work. some of them, all but right. That's impressive. it's that it's is. very tedious though. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I bet yeah,
2: Probably a lot of steps to making a nice beat. Yeah, it's
1: it's really fucking annoying. I hate sure. doing it honestly. <laughs> if I can have someone else do it, I will. But you know, if I really need to make it, then I'll make it. So I made an album where I produced everything. It was called uh, We. Shit, what was that called? It was I did this shit a while ago. Uh, we, we, it was oh, fuck, it was called we, just we. <laughs> yeah.
2: Are you, are you in a rap group or anything here? Or? Nope. I see, I, I told these guys, I came across a Twitter.
1: CMU Hip Hop.
2: I, 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 I thought th- that's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. I've been looking for it. CMU Hip Hop, that's what it is.
1: Okay, okay. CMU Hip Hop, that, here at Central, like, back in, like, 2014, uh, I was out here. I was fresh. This is my second semester. Uh-huh. And I was looking for where the hip-hop scene was. Like, where are the other artists? Where's all the shit at? Right. I want to meet with these people. I want to touch base. I want to work with them. I couldn't find it. And so, finally, uh, there was a rap battle. And it was oh, put wow. on by CACU. They, they found all the artists that were on the campus. Well, all the artists they could find. Like, the people doing things. Mm-hmm. Like, at shows and shit. Yeah. They were there. So, I went. And I actually hosted that event. I didn't get to rap. But it was cool. I got a chance. I talked with all the artists. I was like, hey, let's get together. Let's talk. Let's do some shit. Let's let's work. So we got together. We started talking about doing some shit like a mixtape, a cypher. And then from there, like as we got to know each other, it grew into a community. And then more artists started coming and then wow. more opportunities started developing. Like That's I had a cool. show last night, you know, That's at it? the Spa.
2: You were you did a show last night? Yeah, really? Oh my gosh. I did
1: another one last week too. Oh my god,
0: man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, the hip hop community at CMU is very rich right now. That's Lucrative. Awesome. Lucrative. We had to work really hard for that shit because there wasn't too much of anything before like we we came together as uh, a cohesive kind of uh uh group of colleagues, I'll say. That's
2: interesting.
1: That's sweet. Yeah. But CMU hip hop, they just kind of keep us all in touch with each other. They promote all the newest artists doing shit. Like, let's say I drop a new song, or Cassius Tay, he's pro- probably the biggest artist on campus. I just saw him, yeah. He drops a new song, or Finesse. And we link, they link us, so we, we're up to date. And, like, CMU sees that shit, too. They're like, oh, yeah, these are the guys that uh, do all the shows and shit. But we're, we're very few. There's, like, 20,000 people here at CMU, and of the artists we know of... Uh, it's probably like maybe 20, 30, but there's a lot more. Yeah. I mean, we don't hear about everybody because right, right. there's, there's always new people. Last night at the show, there was a guy. He was like 18 coming in. He had, like, he, he had a really nice set, but he, he was still in high school, but he plans on coming to CMU, I think. Yeah, but yeah, he, like, like I said, there's people out there we don't know about that are talented as fuck that we're looking for. Also, Justice League, they're the hip-hop organization. They, uh, they're the ones that put on the venues for the shows. So it's Justice League. MMR, more media records. They do a lot of shit. Shout out to Tebow, heading (laughs) that, and also uh, the lowdown. She interviewed. She has a show at MH TV and on the radio station here at CMU. Shout out to Low for (laughs) doing her shit. Shout out to CMU Hip Hop too. Also to Have You Heard for going and covering all these events and shit. Yeah, but we've got like four main bodies pushing this hard. It's all the people I pretty much named.
2: Cool. Cool. That's cool. Awesome, Awesome. Sounds like you guys got a nice little yeah, foundation going. Yeah, there for, it's all
1: hip hop. We're trying to do that shit for, for rock, too. We had, like, Monday, there was a rock showcase, but, like, the, the response wasn't, it was about, like, when we first started here with the, the hip hop shit. Like, the, you know, there's people, there's people there, but, you know, we wanted, like, more. And we thought that people would have been more supportive because, you know, it was rock. Mm-hmm. I mean,. Like we had to fight real hard for the rap shit. Yeah. I thought people was like rocking something people you know are used to anyway. So, but I mean that's that's something that's gonna grow. Also like comedy on campus. Look out for that. That shit's gonna blow up soon too. We got a lot of talented comedians out idea. here. Shout out to Trapdoor and everybody that does uh, the shit at the dive bars. Love y'all, man. Stand up? They do stand up at bars? Fuck yeah.
2: That's awesome. Do you know what days are?
1: Or... Um, I would have to get back to you. There's a guy I know who put me onto it. I oh, okay. went and checked out a little bit, but I haven't been able to get into it as much as I yeah. want. Well, that's awesome. But yeah, I can definitely like link you on that later. For
0: sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess is that, I, I know you have to kind of go soon. That's why I don't want to keep you here too long.
1: Yeah, I um, should definitely, yeah. yeah.
0: So I guess any last uh, plugs you want to give, maybe you can even leave your Twitter if people want to check you out, or maybe they can find your music at or things like that.
1: Definitely. Okay, so my music, you can check me out at av... And this is all together. So, at A-V, the A-V, number eight, T-E-R. That's on Twitter. And also, uh, just Googling me at A-V, the A-V, number eight, T-E-R on Google.
2: Aviator. Yep. That's (laughs) sweet, man. A-V, the Aviator. That's sweet.
1: Nice. You should Okay so I'm, I gotta tell people though Go to my audio Mac That's where all of my Full body projects are The SoundCloud Is just some Play around shit It's, okay. it's not like The heavy shit You wanna hear You wanna hear the good shit Go to audio Mac And listen to my mixtapes The singles are okay But that's just It's not like A a, a full representation Of like My my skill set So Check out the audio Mac That's all yeah, I gotta you got, say You got links on
2: this Twitter For the, for the audio Mac There's or?
1: links on the Twitter oh, yeah. Okay yeah Okay cool
0: Cool Sweet.
1: Alright, I
2: think I'm
0: that, that should be about it. Yeah. If you, um, um, yeah, I guess give me a follow on, or, we'll, we'll put your stuff in the description, but thanks for coming yeah, on, yeah, Ace. It. Appreciate, yeah, I it. Appreciate it. Welcome back, people. Ace just left the room. That was a little fun, little interview. I don't know about you guys, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool. But anyways, let's get right into this poll. The question is, would you rather fly for a day or dive as deep in the ocean as you want for a day? 45% soaring eagle, 55% oceanic breathing, and there's 38 results. What did you guys vote? Well, I, I'm a little offended, I'll be honest. I can't believe 55%
2: people picked oceanic breathing over soaring eagle. I'm a little shocked, I'll be honest. I am a little shocked. I just that- When you ask people, typically they like the power of flying more than most other superpowers. And even though this isn't a superpower question, I I kind of assumed it would apply.
3: Okay, well, one thing I... And it's I'll, cold and dark down there. I, I voted for oceanic breeding. I know so you did. did. <laughs> so, I just... I have to be under the assumption that oceanic breeding means I'm going to be safe from... Like, I'm not going to be harmed. No, I can go You're as deep, I can go as, I can go as, deep as I want. I don't have to... Like, all the animals aren't yeah. going to mess with me. Like, that's just... I feel like that's part of the argument. For both options. For both, for both ways, options. you're not going to get hit by plane. No, <laughs> if, you're, if you're flying, you're not going to be able to <laughs> The breathe, elevation would have yeah. yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of
0: stuff. Okay.
3: So, uh, I put oceanic breathing. The ocean is so massive, and we know nothing about it, that it'd be so cool to just go down there and see all the... There's so many animals that we've never seen before. There's so many species that are undiscovered down there. It'd just be cool to go and see these like alien-looking animals.
0: Yeah, The question is, do you bring it? dope camera down but Without can that out. camera can that camera handle the pressure or what does that well, kind of entail are we saying that's out of it i mean what do i have to think I mean, about this
2: it doesn't well?
3: really affect the answer affects,
0: yeah i don't think it affects the answer that much but
2: for the sake of it if i can absolutely that'd be pretty cool yeah why wouldn't she if you had the ability yeah you, Oce- you pick oceanic as well
0: yeah and <laughs> do you know where you'd go jay I probably just drop me dead center of the Pacific.
3: Yeah, dude. Somewhere in the <laughs> south. It
0: twenty-four hour time. Somewhere in
3: the South Pacific, dude. Maybe, maybe start at like Great Barrier Reef and make my way out to the oh, deep. Yeah. To the also, deep. I'm
0: curious. I'm sure. Uh, maybe we can say that you could swim kind of as fast as you want. Because think about how big that is.
2: Well, can you fly as fast as you want? Then, True. like equivalent up in the air. I mean, then yeah. Then I'm definitely even supports my answer more. I'm picking flying.
3: Listen, I'm, neither answer's bad. I would. No. I would fly. Don't get it
0: twisted. But I mean sooner or later I'm gonna be able to fly on this earth, maybe it oh ten years. God. I'm not too Second worried. life. <laughs> Second <laughs> life. No, I don't know. It just it seems like I could accomplish and see some of the greatest things that I'd never ever be able to see in my entire exactly. life. Exactly.
3: I've flown before. I've been thirty I've been thirty thousand. I've been on feet a few above roller, roller coasters. Before. That's It'd almost be, like flying. it
2: wouldn't even be re- remotely the same to a plane though, flying.
3: No, I know, but in you can get similar. The thing like with flying, what do you do? Like when you you're do fl- it for
0: ten hours, then you're what like you doing the ocean. Dude, you just keep exploring, <laughs> <laughs> dude.
2: You <laughs> tell me the view up there wouldn't be amazing? Just fly over a ton of cool. Yeah, water. dude. That. But there's but
3: there's other After ways. But there's hours. other ways to simulate that though. You can skydive. You can. You can oh I yeah. Know. There's what other ways to agree.
2: simulate oceanic like going deep like yeah, but not the real sort
3: deal. Like you can actually like jump out of an airplane and almost feel like you're flying, or you, you know can what? for
2: five minutes though. That's like or
3: you can what what is it? Uh, when you like bungee. no, <laughs> when you have like the uh, when you're holding on, not like Windsor. oh, oh, oh
2: uh, not hand gliding, hand gliding but parasailing. Yes. or not hand parasailing, gliding, hand gliding. Yeah, that's what it is.
3: Hand gliding. Like there's other ways to simulate like flying
2: what are those suits called that fly the The squirrel squirrel suits suits? oh my gosh that would would be amazing amazing. that'd be nuts
3: there's other ways to simulate soaring like an eagle but i i don't know there's nothing to like really get a real Be able
0: to just cruise around the bottom of the ocean unharmed and just exploring everything's lit up and that would be unbelievable and you would just that's something where you'd be going for the 24 hours straight yeah. The flying, I'd do it for 10 hours. and would be like, all right, well, I'm going to go grab something to eat. Like, uh,
2: would just you be- wouldn't want something to eat down at the bottom I- of the ocean?
3: I'd just grab a lobster. I'd just you smash gotta- in. <laughs> These poles are so ridiculous.
0: God. I got fresh calamari Can't, waiting for right, the The next
2: pole we do, let's have a set of... Rules we'll that we're like gonna
0: comments. go by. You can, take
2: a, you can take a camera up in the air and down in the ocean. Well, I don't think that affects anything. <laughs> it <laughs> always gets brought up. I feel like we should. Oh, he always loves aspect. to. He always yeah, he loves, loves to, to make up his rules as, as, to, to support his argument. I just wanna. He
3: loves to make rules to support his, his argument. Sure,
0: I wanna make it as realistic as possible. Like I'm doing this tomorrow. We start
3: at the surface
2: <laughs> and then it just keeps getting deeper. I'm and just deeper. trying to pick
0: out the details. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> So mm-hmm. you're still adamant on eagle? You you're yeah, not converted not
2: at all. And I, and honestly, I'm a little biased because I'm I'm not like grossed out by that kind of stuff, but I I am grossed out by that kind of stuff. The ocean? Just, I don't like seafood, and I don't like stepping in. I don't that like seafood either. You're not eating the food. I just I don't like looking at fish, touching fish, seeing God. that shit underwater. I wouldn't
3: be touching the fish. I don't want to be
2: that close to it. It grosses me out. Do you like you, like, don't like, like? you
3: know? Thing? Like you know you're safe.
2: Oh, I'm well aware I'm safe. I don't want to be that close to anything like that, though. Uh, Oh, if I knew I was safe. (laughs) Come on.
0: Come on. Have you snorkeled or anything like that?
2: Not, like, intense, really deep. I don't think so. Not that I can remember. Okay.
3: Snorkeling's cool.
0: Yeah, no,
2: snorkeling is very cool. Shallow water would be dope, but deep water, that's kind of what I'm basing this question on.
3: You kind of have to, like, somewhat, you can't do it, like, super deep, like, it's relatively shallow whenever you well, snorkel. No, oh, well, you I'm, sorry, just, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm saying for like cold? the
2: question. Yeah, like I I based it off oh. of the deepest part of the ocean versus versus flying. I don't want to go that deep. If it was shallow. All I'm saying
0: right? is, it's oh, the question. I feel like it's completely up to you what you want to do with your time. You oh, could yeah. sit at the grief just chilling underwater, or you could go to the deepest, darkest depths.
3: I'll do a little bit of both.
0: I do a little bit of both. I
3: dabble.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, but. Let's yeah. keep this baby moving. Jay's got a great article he wanted to bring up to us, so let's hear
3: it. I just found it. It was police to use unmarked cars to catch distracted drivers. This is Michigan, what? Michigan Police Department. This is a Michigan Michigan thing? State Police, dude. Oh, the no. Michigan State Police has kicked off a new campaign, you'll love it, called Operation Ghost Rider, <laughs> which the law enforcement agency will be using to try to combat distracted driving on highways across the state. So it says the new campaign troopers will be using unmarked cars to catch these driving catch driving while distracted. And then those people that are in the unmarked cars will call up to a to oh, a God. squad car that's wow. up ahead saying, "All right, get I this know. guy." And then they'll you'll end up getting pulled over.
0: That's scary. So
3: be on the lookout.
0: But it said distracted driving, so it's probably so people texting on the
3: phone. And- I don't know. That whole, Wait, is can that Can you get in trouble actually, for
0: talking on the phone? Not talking
3: that. on the phone, but like texting. Well, yeah.
0: texting you can get pulled over. Actually, it
2: depends on some on some cities. Well, it depends on the city you're oh. in. Troy, you, you're not allowed to talk on the phone while you're driving. Monday. When you're
3: like when you're like 16 or 17, I don't think you're technically or, not talking. Yeah, on the phone.
2: when you're young, they'll probably pull you over, ask you what the hell you're doing.
3: But I don't. Yeah, I don't know necessarily what it's getting down to when they say distracted driving. I mean, obviously, texting would be in that, and I think that's a huge problem. So many people text while they're driving. and Yeah. Dude, that, like, even just changing music, music is distracting. You know what I mean? Like, oh you're yeah. looking at your phone. Um, so, I don't know. That's kind of scary, dude, because yeah, you don't know where they are. When
0: is this start? They've already kicked it off?
3: Um, it's already kind of getting kicked o- Yeah, it says they, they have kicked wow. off a new campaign, so I don't know if it's out. underway. Ooh, we drive
0: home soon, guys
3: or if it's in the works. We, we were just talking about how they're they're also pulling people over
2: for driving too long in the passing lane on 75. Did you know that? Really? Don't drive too long on 75 in the passing lane. You will get a ticket. That's
3: what he's telling me. Are you kidding me? You get pulled over. You,
2: where did you hear this? Well, there's a sting-like notice all over Facebook. Yeah. It spreads like wildfire on Facebook. But Andrew Myers actually came into town the other day. I know you guys know that, but for our listeners. And he told Jonah and I about, or I can't remember. He, he mentioned it, and then we got talking about it, but... Yeah, they will pull you over if That's you're not, not just passing somebody. You're not supposed to just cruise in that far left lane
3: anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a little ridiculous. It though. is. Like, if I'm going under the speed limit and there's nobody coming up behind me, like, I understand it's passing lane, and I'm going to get over if somebody's coming up on me. <laughs> yeah. Pull me over I for not, for go, if I'm going the speed limit in oh. the left lane. Like, what's the issue? I hear you, dude.
0: Yeah. It's no. I yeah. That's interesting.
3: But I don't know. All I know is if I get pulled over for that. Top they're catching these ones. <laughs> to the Supreme Court.
0: <laughs> but I wanted to talk about a thing I saw on Apple. Just keep this baby rolling because we don't have a lot of time. Apple came out with a new patent that said they're hinting at wireless charging in homes and everything, and possibly cellular towers will potentially be able to charge your phone in the far future. That's and incredible. It's, so, it's a, basically,
3: so basically, your phone is being powered from a Forever. cell tower a so you never no really lie. have to charge it.
0: In a way, yeah. And oh my it's it's God. not bad anything idea. that's happened yet, but it's a patent right now and you could be just sitting there and there's this. it's this double Wi-Fi signal that goes to your phone and across the room, if you're by this, if you're with this router, it'll be charging
2: your just phone. Just within range of it? If it'll you're within char- this range. And I guess the tower
0: idea. thing is is far off, but that's where it would be looking to be at.
3: Dang. Were you the ones? Uh, did I ever hear you saying that you might have to pay monthly for these new things? Or you said I heard you oh, say like a dollar a month? Or did I just mishear? I have no idea. What you're oh, okay, about dude, I don't know how I feel about it. What? Just
0: technology. Well, no, that's what I also wanted to bring up to you guys. They, there's this big ploy in TV surveillance, and there's that. There's a new thing how far that. How can you go without? Ooh. There's a new thing that got passed with the. Uh, the, your internet data for advertisers—that, Google Chrome, Safari, everything that you we use our internet on, Firefox—all will sell your data to advertisers so that they can advertise to you individually. Right, it's this huge thing that people are freaking out about, and there's this new.
3: Well, it's been happening for a while.
0: Yeah, pretty yeah. It, for it a already kind happens. And but I guess now there's this new internet that you can use to get away from it, and I don't I don't know how you guys feel about all that. Mm. And, and they're talking about TV surveillance, but all smart TVs basically have a camera on you 99% of the time and a mic on you 99% of the time.
3: It's called, like, micro-advertising, isn't it, or something like that? Where I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, like something like that. It gets to a point where, like, they can almost send you a text to, like, target you individually for a circuit, certain product. So, like, if, if for instance, you and I both went on, I don't have a Facebook, but if we were both going on Facebook... The ads on my screen would be totally different, different than what on your screen because they know what websites I've been to or this and <coughs> that. It's kind of it keeps track of your clicks. It's kind of yeah, weird. and
0: if anyone's concerned about if they don't like people, if they don't like the companies tracking their things, it's the the internet browser that you can use is called Opera, O-P-E-R-A, and you can go on the settings and disable tracking ads, and that's all you have to do. And that's apparently the only web browser that has it right now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's just some quality info if people need that.
3: Um, but, yeah. Wow. just wonder if that will ever really go away, because people are making so much money off of selling that data, and, like, these, and, like, the internet like Firefox and all that, like they'd lose money if they put in that feature that could block tracking of ads. So you I wonder mean, if it'll ever happen because it's just a big money.
0: And it kind of makes me question, if Google is getting all this money from that and it doesn't affect me that much if they see my browsing history, I don't really care that much. And if that may, if that means they're gonna have a lot better product and a lot higher quality web browser that I'm using, god damn, it's not that big of a deal to me. So it's just the the give and take. Almost,
2: you're the uh, those who like their privacy aren't going to be too happy. That's that's all. That, that's though. my. There's people. Who, there's it.
3: a lot of people who think like that. Like it's not affecting me. I'm not doing anything wrong. So why should I care? And there's also a lot of people who like don't want or hell no. Like, all you know is
0: there's 400 million people in the United States, and I'm not. 400 million? On that. 400 billion. 400 billion.
3: No, Wait, million. No, no, no. 400 million people. There's 7 billion people on the Earth.
0: On Earth, but in the United States, I think it's 400 million. Gosh. I thought you said, f- I don't even know what you said. It's like
2: 300 and change, I think. But anyway, it's completely it irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. No, Sorry. yeah. I just misheard you. Anyways. Okay, yeah, it's, it's 320. Million. 320 mil. But that <laughs> many people, it's going to, dude, just think about. It's a lot of well, people. Well, they already track our shit as it is,
3: though. Everything's Everything's everything. Everything's already Everything you do, yeah. Like, they know what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Download that browser. Yeah, I don't know right if you now. guys
0: like if you guys believe in putting the cover over your laptop. So when I'm naked,
2: I understand.
3: I understand like a lot of people do it, and I understand more why girls do it. But like, I'm not. I don't really ever have my laptop open where I'm walking around naked. Like, what, what are they going to see me just using my laptop? Like, what's the big deal about them having like tapping into my camera? What are they going to see yeah. me doing?
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess it's. Fairly easy as I'll get up to do. I was reading in that Tim Ferris book, and he he interviewed one of the best hackers in the world, and just hacking people in general. If they if people want to get into this webcam, it's not hard at
3: all. Well, just what I, my, what I'm curious about is what does that like what does that do for Oh, the person? I don't know. I'm just oh. simply pointing. Creeps, out. I
0: don't, creeps yeah. yeah
3: I have creeps, no idea. Yeah.
0: I've never. It's yeah. a good question. Yeah, why would you want to do that? What
2: like, benefit what you are you get getting out of
0: it? I mean, I'm pretty proud of everything, so I'm not too... Let your cock hang out. No no shame. (laughs) No shame. (laughs) All right. do you have something you want to touch on? Something
2: you and I were talking about, but not really. Just Orange is the New Black might get leaked early. Yeah, that was wild. Did you hear about that? I heard
3: you guys talking about
2: it. That was all we talked about it briefly, and I haven't learned too much about it, but supposedly the first ten episodes, which I don't know how many episodes are normally in a season, but Supposedly, the first ten could get leaked if there isn't a ransom paid to this hacker.
0: That's what it is. There's a ransom. Yeah, there's a, there's a. How ransom. much did he have?
2: Uh, I don't know. There no wasn't price. a yeah. There wasn't a monetary value on here. But
0: hey. that's crazy.
2: And apparently, Netflix said, "Nah, fuck you, dude. We're not giving you your money." No way. Yeah, so who knows? That's it badass. Could be coming out.
0: Yeah, I. That's uh, that's one thing I love about Netflix is they are so adamant in where their position is on everything. They don't give a flying shit what no, anybody they don't. does, and they don't release any of their numbers to people that go through them. They don't release anything, and, but people love it, and it's a service they people need, and it's it's pretty badass. But that's wild, though. I it's out for when, when was it supposed to come out? Do you have any idea for that, or probably another year or so?
2: June 9th. Is supposedly when it is gotcha. but they don't know now i mean
0: yeah. who knows right
2: and it's funny that this just came about because one of the stars of the show was actually just on campus giving a i don't know if it was some sort of it was some sort of rally i'm not 100 sure but laverne cox i know that's her name she was just calm cool. she's really big in women's rights and she's transgender so she's really big in the transgender movement too i think so yeah but
0: yeah oh, that's that's awesome uh I can't imagine how much money you'd lose from that.
2: A lot of money. But, no. Someone's losing right. a lot of money. I don't know if that would be it's Netflix or... I mean, who produces that show? Is that, that's, that's not only It's a Netflix on, show. It's a Netflix it show. It is a okay. Netflix show? Yep. I couldn't remember if that was like an HBO or a Showtime. Uh-huh.
3: Nope. Oh, it's Netflix, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: well, I guess a current event, the NFL Draft, started, oh, what, a few days ago? A couple days ago. It just ended yesterday. It was the last round. Um but the Browns, terrible. Terrible still? No, they had the first pick overall. But, oh, okay. Because they, they went 1-15. Oh, oh. Yeah,
0: tell me, so I don't even don't, know anything about this so they, draft. They, honestly, almost, yes. they
3: almost joined the Lions 0-16 last year. Yeah, oh, they that's They ended up right. pulling one up. Um, they, they had like three first-round picks. Um, let me look them up. Really? But the the first pick they chose a defensive end, Miles Garrett. First overall, right? First number one overall, okay. and then they they picked Jabril Peppers at number twenty five, oh. and that's just. I wonder. Sorry. I wonder if his draft stock dropped because because he tested positive for a diluted sample at the uh-huh. combine. Yeah. So I don't know, like if he was projected to go higher, and then slid to twenty five because of that, or if he got picked probably. Where are you be, supposed to be picked? Right. I don't know. No, neither. Um, they also drafted a tight end in the first round. Uh, they, they had p- three then, first round picks? Yep. That's and then they, they drafted Deshaun Kaiser, quarterback, uh, in oh the second round.
0: Jeez.
3: So, who knows? I think hmm. I think that they're actually pretty excited about their draft. Who knows? Maybe they can tell do, me, do something.
0: Tell me a little about the Lions. Yeah, I want
2: to hear. So, what you the Lions
3: trying. had uh, one first round pick. They picked a linebacker from Florida. Um, okay. I'm not sure, but I don't know if he's any good. I was reading something where they said that. It's not a bad pick for the Lions because we're losing uh, DeAndre Levy. Yeah. So it kind of fills the hole that we needed. So I don't think it's that bad. We also we picked another cornerback in the second round, um, a wide receiver, which we don't really need. Wide receivers pretty good. Did um, we get
2: anybody big name that's supposed to come Right in, it completely
0: changed our any, like, good offensive linemen yeah. or defensive and,
2: linemen? Yeah, do we
3: have any instant impact players? Did we get anybody that good? Not that I can see. Um, Dang. We picked a defensive end in the sixth round. Uh, yeah, we didn't get shit done. If we we did, had you know. we had a late for, we had a mid to late first round pick. We picked the linebacker, and we had we a late mid to late second round pick, and we picked a cornerback. So I don't know. Oh, uh, well, both of them are from Florida, actually. Just little
0: things almost?
3: Yeah, just kind of filling needs. Nothing nothing really noteworthy, but... Yeah, who knows the I lines. don't know.
0: We didn't pull any draft day kind of
3: no. in that movie. <laughs> the Bears, there's a few trade-ups. The Bears traded from number three to number two just to go get a quarterback. And then, then. there's another. The Chiefs traded like over ten spots up to get into the top five maybe. Wow. Well, top ten. But... Yeah, that's that's about it. He mm-hmm. picked a, Lions picked a guy from Eastern Michigan in the seventh round. Oh, really?
0: No way. Yeah.
3: What is he, what's uh, his name? Pat O'Connor. He's a defensive end.
0: Cool.
2: Now someone from Western. <laughs> <laughs> someone from uh, I can't remember the kid's name. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. He went relatively high, right? Oh, he, yeah. he was a top, top, top ten pick.
0: Okay, yeah, that's right. He um, uh, Why does that ring a ring a bell?
3: He was. A, he's the all time. Yards receptions leader in NCAA history. He went to uh, West. Oh my gosh! Really? I didn't know or he was yards Mac. yards receptions. I don't know. I know he, he holds. I know he holds some NCAA records. Oh my
2: gosh! I thought he had a couple of MAC records, but I didn't know he had some uh, league records. That's
3: crazy. Yeah, so I'll look him up. So Corey Davis, well, who was he got he? drafted to the Titans. Oh. NCAA's career receiving yards leader. Wow, so
0: I didn't say. Who was the guy that broke Jack's ankle or
3: um, Malik McDowell? Oh, McDonald that went yeah. to state. Yeah, he yeah. got drafted. Um, didn't he?
0: Ah,
3: uh, he. Got, I saw. Where I think he like got first round. I no, thought. It was no. He slipped. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> okay,
3: my bad. Uh, actually, I don't. I saw a tweet. Know we, for some reason
0: I thought it looked early, but maybe I just saw bad. Our boy uh, Cooper Rush
2: is f- is filling Tony Romo's yeah. spot on the depth chart. That's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> That's so
0: wild.
3: Fire up, ships he got, he got drafted to the Seahawks, Malik McDowell.
0: What round? I don't know. I probably um, did not see it right. does
3: not even say?
2: It's
0: let's
3: see right if what right the gives is at
2: me. Well, if, if anything for Jack.
0: Yeah. I, I, I
2: imagine he's At least he has, you
0: can kind of say that yeah. about things.
2: He's got a, maybe a nice scar on his ankle from the surgery, if second, I had to imagine. Second round.
0: Second round. Okay. That's not terrible. Nope.
2: Yeah, just pull the old grandkids and tell them, hey, Malik McDonald. Yeah, Malik!
0: <laughs>
2: for sure. No. I can't even imagine. I, I talked to Jack not too long ago about that injury, and he said it was just
0: horrible. That was, I remember that pretty. Yeah. Long. Scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Any any last things you guys want to add in before we wrap this baby up? I don't want to get too no. long. No, kind of a short week. No. Good to have Ace on. Good to have Ace on. That was a yeah. little, nice little twist for Change everything. of pace. Nice change of pace. Yep. Um. Yeah, we're going to try and revamp our. I, I might mess around with our logo and stuff, too. Cool. And try and get yeah. refresh everything for the summer. Right, yeah, once we might. I finish these This exams is our last,
3: yeah. last podcast uh, in Campbell 201. Wow. Is. wow. This it is it.
0: This is it, boys. It's, it's kind of sad. Yeah, we just, gotta, we just moved the carpet
3: out and everything re- back to yeah, normal. Yeah, be
0: ready for some guests coming up, too, because yep. Jay's headed to Africa. Pretty soon. A couple yeah. weeks. couple weeks, but just keep on lookout. Be ready for. Some special guests. It'll oh yeah, it'll look a little bit different in these next couple weeks, but not nothing too serious. Yeah, not too serious. Not too much to write home about. But nope. All right, guys. I guess that'll be that'll do it for this week. We follow us on Twitter at bgw podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, anywhere, Facebook. Facebook. But yeah, boys. Cheers, bro. Cheers. On that, cheers. cheers.